Welcome to episode 341 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am whoever, no, I am <laughs> Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Dalwall country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Welcome back, Ollie. Thank you, Mel. Thank you for having me back. Um, wasn't sure if I'd be invited back after the stellar job from Sarah from the West Side. She did do a good job, didn't she? She did. She did. And it was great to get to listen. So thank you again, Sarah, for for stepping in and, um, yeah, shining a light on the West Side and, and then obviously gallivanting off overseas. <laughs> it was all happening over in the West. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. much going on over there. There certainly has been. But, yeah, no, nice to catch up again. Very nice to catch up again, Mel. Hopefully you've got some things to report back to us that you've been up to. Well, I was going to say, it feels perhaps a little underwhelming that you know, I possibly don't have a whole lot, um, but I'll, I'll give it a go uh, because, uh, look, I did have the opportunity to go on one adventure while I was uh, on podcasting holiday, uh, but I did also stay close to home as well, of course. But, Mel, yeah, look, I had been to Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens, which is also on Durrawall country, so it's not too far from home. I'd been there for a longest run previously, but had been long meaning to get up there and go there on a real-life parkrun day. And so the parkrun day before last, the family and I ventured up the Illawarra Escarpment, which is behind me and about one hour in the car, uh, off to just outside of Bowral to, as I mentioned, Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens Park Run. Um, the convenient excuse was mum had been house-sitting up there, uh, a very nice chilly Highlands house-sit for her up in a, a little town called Burradu. Um, so it was a good excuse for us to go up and, and make most of the coffee shops and everything thereafter. But uh, I even managed to convince Hannah and James to get in the car and come on up, so it was a bit of a family affair, except that Cathy and Zali did stay in the car instead of taking part in parkrun. Oh, don't worry, that happens at my house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. It's not not Zali's cup of tea at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got out there uh, a very brisk morning. Ava has continued her parkrun enthusiasm. My seven-year-old is loving parkrun currently. Uh, she was happy to be out walking the course this time as much as she loves barcode scanning and, and walked it with Hannah and James for the first three Ks, but I suppose as the advantage goes for your out-and-back style courses, Mel, she got to opt out at three Ks, which is well and truly her limit currently. So, um, yeah, thank you to a very understanding crew who, uh, yeah, didn't seem to mind at all when she opted out. But, uh, yeah, given the course is sort of like a triple-pronged out-and-back um, it was a yeah very handy option for a cold morning where you could strip off the jacket and drop it by the car as you are uh, as you head past for your final two k's. But yeah, we were also met there by the office lady, by Sam, Luke, and young Asher, and um, yeah, got to be on the scene as Sam absolutely smashed her PB. So congratulations, Sam. Well, that sounds like fun, family or. Round pod family and real family. Well, that's it. That's it. So it was. It was nice, and it, it's been a strange habit. Whenever Mum has been house sitting, um, I certainly hope no owners of the houses she house sits are uh, listening. But um, <laughs> <laughs> whenever she house sits, we tend to go there, and she hosts us. So we had a nice uh, 
yeah, outdoor lunch in the winter sunshine in the in the garden afterwards and the kids got to play with gucci and prada the two cats the two resident cats of the house set Mm. but um yeah look that that was actually a busy weekend that was dance concert weekend for both my younger daughters uh, so that kept me quite busy i did have the opportunity to join the first three events of the local longest run which was uh a nice highlight and good to see some familiar faces again there. Um, but as I said, Mel, yeah, this park run day just gone. I was back home. Uh, I volunteered as the event day course check and then ran the course again. So, um, yeah, it felt like a rare treat, not just one park run but two at home. So I really got to lap it up. But um, it was also a pleasure to be there for uh, one of our favourite volunteers, potentially our favourite volunteer at home, M Scholary's 250th volunteer milestone. So, um, yeah, I have to pause there and say a huge thank you to M for everything she has done. I think in those stats are 97 official first-timers welcome, so I'm sure many more unofficial, um, but it really cements her as the uh, the face of Shell Harbour Park Run, the welcoming face. Fabulous. Congratulations, M. That's a mighty achievement. I guess she'll be getting that, uh, that 250 volley shirt. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I hope she's already ordered it, Mel, but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll hopefully get a picture of it on Dazza's sometime soon. Look forward to it. Yeah, a bit of a local one for me. Um, yours wasn't as local, was it? It was not. It was not. <laughs> so this week's adventure started with a hiccup. So tourist tip number one, book your airport parking well in advance. As I discovered late Thursday evening that every single airport parking on-site and off-site was booked out due to the school holidays. Panic. Luckily for me, I was calmly navigated through my ordeal by a level-headed office lady who Googled an <laughs> airport shuttle bus that stopped in Meltown. It was a 7.5k walk from home, so I just set my alarm a little bit earlier Friday morning and chalked that one up to experience. So travelling to our destination of Kangaroo Island, South Australia, took literally all day and involved buses, planes, ferries and more buses, but I'm not going to bore you with any more than that. Suffice to say that it was a long journey and we well and truly met our daily step count. Oh, and yeah, I was travelling with Sam who was waiting for me when I disembarked at Adelaide Airport. Fast forward to Saturday morning, we were staying at the Seaview Motel in Kingscote on the lands of the Nagarindjuri people, which was a short 70 metre walk to the Kangaroo Island Parkrun start line, literally across the road. It was event 256 for the small community, which averages 18 finishes each week, and we were amongst a crowd of 19, which included 14 first-timers. The course itself starts and finishes at the King's Coat Tidal Pool, with the rolling bitumen path hugging the coastline for a 2.5k out and back toward Brownlow KI. We were very lucky to have mild conditions on the morning, although not warm enough for me to brave removing any layers. What was the attraction to Kangaroo Island, Mel? I'm glad you asked, Ollie. One attraction was in the added degree of difficulty required to get there, with the island being only accessible by the aforementioned ferry that runs twice a day from the mainland. Adding to that, Kangaroo Island, also known as Kata Patinga, literally Island of the Dead in the language of the Ghana people, is also Australia's third largest island after Tasmania and Melville Island. Oh, 
need to get to Melville. The island was separated from mainland Australia 10,000 years ago and Kingscote is the biggest town, established in 1836 and SA's first colonial settlement. It was dubbed Kangaroo Island in 1802 by explorer Matthew Flinders due to the endemic subspecies of the western grey kangaroo and is one of South Australia's most popular tourist destinations with over 140,000 visitors each year according to Wikipedia. While this was a brief visit for us and lack of time and transport inhibited our ability to explore, the island features Seal Bay Conservation Park, Flinders Chase National Park, Kelly Hill Caves, Little Sahara Sand Dunes, Wildlife Park, Penguin Centre, Wildlife Sanctuary, Honey Farms, the Emu Ridge Eucalyptus Distillery, and it's also considered one of South Australia's best scuba diving locations with features such as the Leafy Sea Dragon and Gorgonian Corals. Honestly, there is so much to explore, so do yourself a favour and plan to spend a decent amount of time there. And that is my recap. This isn't very constructive, but uh, sounds like you might have uh, enjoyed a few more days there, Mel. I know. Yeah, I don't always get it right, Ollie. <laughs> but you got some things right. It sounds like a nice time. I got some things right. Yes. Um, yes. In hindsight, it would be enjoyed a lot more had there been time to really explore the island. But I also see it as a scouting expedition. So like I've got the lay of the land now. When I go back, I'm, I sort of know what I need to be doing and what's a good idea and what's not a good idea. So yeah, I can re- plan a return trip and do it in style. That's right. Unless you go to Melville Island first. Oh yeah. Where even is that? I'll have to look it up. <laughs> it's in the Northern Territory, Mel. Oh, very good. Yeah. But uh, look, it seems I missed some pretty big events. Um, So thank you again, Mel and Sarah, for recapping those over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I believe in in news and discussion, we have got some achievements to mention, though. So some congratulations on some cows. Yes, we wish to congratulate E-Man and Natalie Sopar, who both achieved their cows this last weekend. Um, I know Natalie was in Canada. I can't recall. Oh, E-Man would have been on the Gold Coast somewhere. Gold Coast, surfers. Yeah. Surfers. That's right. Right. Yep. So well done to them. And Lee Cabarita, that's her poor name, she uh, managed her half cow. At Picton. Yes, out of Picton. Yeah. So congratulations, everyone. Yes, but with that in mind, we have a roving report to bring you. Now, I will um, put a disclaimer on this roving report. I've split it in half. So this week we're going to hear half of Sarah Jefferson's roving report from Precinct 18, Putrajaya. So let's have a listen to that now. I'm here with Ema this morning in Malaysia, the run director. Thanks for having us. Lovely to have you here this morning. Thank you for for talking to us and featuring us on your podcast. Um, What a beautiful course. Can I get you to describe the course here for the listeners, please? Well, it's a very, it is a very beautiful course. It's really basically straight out a couple of of U-turns and then come back again. And it's alongside the beautiful lake in Putrajaya where there's lots of room to cycle and run and lots 
lots of lovely smelling beautiful smelling plants and trees I really love it uh, my favourite role is to actually do the martial position at the end so I can enjoy the whole, walk and enjoy the whole course uh, before everybody else uh, comes along so I really enjoy the peace that the, that the lake brings and there was also a waterfall I saw a bit of water dropping down from some of the um, little kind of cliffs well I out. haven't noticed that yeah, so you're very beautiful. observant <laughs> yeah I could just hear the, the, the water, water splashing well, yeah, I never beautiful. noticed that so thank yeah. you I'll look for it next yes, time <laughs> yes um, there's also a few scenic things on course as yeah. well um, That's could right. I get you to describe those please yeah well the, I suppose the highlight is the pink mosque <laughs> that if you time the run right or your walk right you can see the sun rising up um, and it's just absolutely beautiful it's, it glows basically and it features in a lot of our photographs and it really is a great symbol of our park run it's beautiful um, given that this is the only park run now in Malaysia have your numbers fluctuated much at all yeah well to be honest with you it's uh, the the first uh, the first one that started up has shut down unfortunately um, and it's very quite far from this one so we can't really expect people to come uh, it wouldn't be environmentally the right thing to do um, but we're hoping uh, that we may we may get uh, another one soon but the numbers they have gone down but I think um, ultimately the core park run team has remained very strong and I know that we'll grow again so we're, I'm very hopeful that the future albeit uh, it's been slow but I'm sure we get there in the end yeah and we just heard some chanting in the background <laughs> then is the finish line always this energetic <laughs> Actually, it's usually much louder because we normally have a huge core team and everybody knows everyone. Is ex- I mean, we've been told it's the friendliest park run. Um, so so normally it's even louder, I would say. So you have to come back and experience it on a different yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, highly recommend. So if you're in Malaysia, you've got no choice but to come to this <laughs> park right. run. Very near but, the um, airport. <laughs> yeah, but it is, um, we often think about our top three park runs on the Park Run Adventures and I think this is definitely in my top ten. I'm not sure oh, about top three yet, but lovely. it is stunning. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Uh, thank you for coming. I'm here with Washington. How was your park run today? Oh, uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the weather's really uh, cold and uh, compared to other uh, days, but yeah, really good. I uh, love running around here at Precinct 18 here in Quick KL. So, yeah. I love it that you're saying it's cold. I'm like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been here for three weeks now, so now today is cold. Yeah, climatized. Okay, so. fair enough. <laughs> and you're from Australia, is that right? Yes, uh, I'm from Brisbane, so that's my home park around South Bank. South Bank. Yes. Awesome. And so, what brings you to KL? Oh, I'm here for holiday, so I'm visiting some friends and running around um, ultras here in. Uh, uh, Malaysia. Have you travelled to other countries to do parkrun? Uh, yeah, I've been to uh, New Zealand. I've been to um, Germany. Oh, awesome. Yes, when I did the awesome. uh, Berlin Marathon last year. Oh, how did you go with the marathon? Oh, it was nice. I was with Kipchoge when he uh, broke the world record last year. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that was uh, yeah, one of the um, highlight of my marathon career. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah. career means you've done more than one? Have you yeah, done Yeah, I've any... done like 30 marathons now. Wow. I, um, I'm supposed to run the Gold Coast today or tomorrow, but yeah, I'm here. But you can't even in Malaysia, so <laughs> it might be hard. Yeah, because, you know, Gold Coast is like an hour away from Brisbane, and yep. I've always been running Gold Coast every year. So. Hey, can do that another year, yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yes. Um, what about any of the other world majors? Uh, uh, I, I qualified for Boston this year, but I didn't go, so maybe next year. Okay, so does that mean that holds over, or have you got to qualify again? Uh, no, uh, the, the the time that you had, it's uh, valid for like two years, so uh. you can re-qualify if, um, you know, 
the the quota is met. So yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, Boston's always been one of those uh, marathons that everyone wants to uh, have under yes. their belt. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, is parkrun part of your weekends all the time? Oh yes, I've been parkrunning since 2014. So this is like my 322nd. Oh wow! Congratulations. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, yeah, that's where I started, like 5k, then um, you know, progressed to 10k. And, and half marathon and of course marathon and now I'm doing ultras like ultras. hundreds yes hundreds wow. and fifty k so wow well yes. I saw you out on course and you had so much energy to give to everyone else and support them so oh, yeah. good yeah. on you uh, I, I always love coming to park run you see a lot of people like you know every week they try to come out and do a 5k that's something like you know to keep you fit and healthy which Definitely. is good you know uh, good for your uh, physical and mental health yep and all about the community isn't it yes yes Yes, that's right. It's not just running. It's also like, uh, especially volunteers. I would like to thank volunteers every week. Make a parkrun possible everywhere in the definitely, world. Definitely, yes. definitely. Well, thanks for sure sharing your incredible story. Oh, Good thank luck you with the so Boston much. Marathon next year. We'll mark oh, you to that. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really. Uh, that's one of my dream uh, yeah. marathon, yeah, Boston. So yeah. incredible. All yeah. right, well, thanks so thanks much. Yeah, good to know that there's some Aussies running around here in Malaysia as well. So, definitely. Yeah. Wherever yeah. there's a parkrun, you'll see Aussies. I say. Yes, of course. <laughs> we have like 400 plus parkruns in Aussie. Yeah, we're pretty lucky, aren't we? Yes, yeah. we are. Thank okay. you so much. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. And thank you very much to Sarah from the west side. Um, not on the west side. No, on the north side. <laughs> on, on the north side and a bit. But, um, yeah, catching up with the RD there, Ema. And Washington from the Gold Coast. But, Ollie, uh, I need to explain a few things to you since you've been away. I was planning some things, didn't tell you about them, didn't run a pie of you, but hopefully you don't mind. <laughs> I, I, did, I did hear, yes, <laughs> I did hear. I'm looking to put some more structure into our, oh, see, this is the problem, I haven't got the words for it. Mm, well, that's, that's where the crowdsourcing comes from, right? Yeah. But yes. Like our introduction. Yes. Our welcome. See, you know. <laughs> but anyway, we had an email. We've got mail. You've got mail. So we had an email from David Bravos and he has said, "Hey team, I threw together a quick mission statement for the potty. I for one would call it a manifesto." And it reads, we encourage, unite, and celebrate the amazing Parkrun Adventurers community. We look at the transforming potential of both running and adventure via engrossing tales and thought-provoking discussions, revealing the incredible tales and victories of people who have discovered their community, their world, and themselves through Parkrun. We want to inspire our listeners to embrace their own sense of adventure, take on new challenges, and enjoy the benefits of personal growth with every episode all the while building a welcoming, inclusive community that thrives on shared experiences of travelling for parkrun, parkrunning to travel, or just turning up on Saturday mornings. And he goes on to say, I get the feeling that whatever you end up with will include a quality joke or pun, none of which I could think of. Dave. I think he's articulated uh, a few things fabulously there. What I really like is that it does cover many different angles and, you know, those inspiring stories and people finding their own way to adventure. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, it, it means that it's it's many things to many people, Mel. And uh, and and you know, whilst I did say. I was thinking when, when I heard you put out the call, I was thinking of it as a welcome. I think it does extend because we're on many mediums. So um, I think, Dave, that's a fantastic job at, at um, really, you know, putting a lot of the uh, a lot of the essence of what we're all about into words. And, um, yeah, I could, I could see it coming in very handy. But only we... We had more. <laughs> we had more. We had more. And look, Mel, a bit, uh, a bit mysterious from an anonymous source. So, um, what was the office lady saying about the informants? No, um, but uh, these uh, these are not, I believe, from the informants. Just a clarification. Someone else anonymous, um, and they have offered a few options. Um, in, a, in a bit more of a welcome this time, saying welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, a podcast all about parkrun and adventuring. Another one, welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, where our weekends are spent at parkrun and adventuring is our hobby. And a third, welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, the pod that takes you around the globe, parkrun by parkrun. Oh, some good options there too. I think mm. we're going to have a good time collecting all these ideas. That's right. Hopefully yes. we can uh, pull the collective knowledge of the adventurous community and come up with something. And I like Dave's suggestion, a joke in there. <laughs> so, uh, yep, keep them coming. Thank you very much, known and unknown contributors. But, Mel, we have more emails. We have this email here from Ingrid Botha, and she said, Hi, Mel, Ollie, and the pod team. Picture it, 1990, the Glen Innes High School cross country. I'm running along Hunter Street thinking someone is going to see the colour of my face, say, that's not normal, and pull me from the race. So why then, 33 years later, was I so excited to hear about Parkrun coming to my hometown? After hating running most of my life, I'd had a midlife crisis and discovered Parkrun. While I still don't love the actual running bit, I love what Parkrun does for my health, both physical and mental health. I wonder what difference would it have made to have something like Parkrun available when I was a kid. I was pretty inactive, but I have a sister who liked to run, so maybe she would have joined Parkrun and maybe I would have come along. Maybe I would have discovered that running was less about soul-destroying laps of the school oval and more about doing your own thing at your own pace, for your own reasons, with dogs and tutus, optional. Maybe not. But for both my sister and I, it would have provided an opportunity to develop a lifelong healthy habit in a small country town where such opportunities are rarer than in the city. I'm excited for the country kids who now get to grow up with a park run in their town. I'm excited for my sporty school friend, who probably won that cross country in 1990, who no longer has to travel rural highways to the next town if she wants to park run. I'm excited for my non-sporty school friends who get to discover park run as an adult. I'm excited this is happening in rural communities all over Australia and around the world. And I'm excited that the parkrun community gets to discover my hometown with its standing stones and fabulous bakeries and festivals. I haven't 
been back home yet to run the new course, which is on the same hill we ran up on the school country course. When I do next get home, I'll be smiling a lot more than last time I went up the hill. And if my face is going to turn a funny colour this time around, there's a good chance I'll be wearing a tutu that matches. Kind regards, Ingrid. (laughs) That's fabulous. And can I just say the title of that email read, email for the pod if you want to use it, where I don't mention ass at all. (laughs) (laughs) But I did. You did. Of course, we're referring to the fact that Australian Standing Stones is the acronym for the Parkrun England Innes. That's right. And, um, yeah, I think that that's a a touching email. Thanks, Ingrid, because um, it is such a good point. And um, I, for one, haven't been to enough rural and regional parkruns. You've been to several more than I, Mel, and are a huge advocate uh, for what it can do and and for the attraction of, of going to places like that, that Ingrid is obviously uh, promoting as well. But it's exciting. I, I do look forward to seeing more and discovering more. Yeah, she put it very well. Very well articulated, Ingrid. The pride, I think, she feels that Parkrun's come to her hometown. Yeah. Okay. So that finishes our mail for this mm-hmm. week. And... It's time now, Ollie, for us to listen to Rachel. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Arinda Country. Harking back to Club Corner number five, today I'm going to talk about word-related clubs. Rather than talking about spelling things, I am going to sample some of the word-related puns slash clubs out there. My favorite of these is the, the club, where you participate at all of the clubs with, the in their name. They are, the avenues, the beaches, the entrance, the ponds, and the terrace park runs. Nice one, eh? Another group is, royalty, which Mel was talking about around the time of the coronation. Your options include, Kingscliff, Kingston Park, Prince of Wales, Queen Elizabeth at Casino and Queen's Domain but can be extended to include Jubilee Way and Queenbian, ha-ha. And then we have events with Queensland in them, like Gladstone, Queensland, Ipswich, Queensland, and Mansfield, Queensland. Another cute club is the Rainbow Club, those with any of the Roy GBIV colour names, Blue Gum Hills, Gainsborough Greens, Greenbank, Greenway, Orange, Redcliffe, and Redland Bay Park runs. The last of these clubs I will give as an example is to run the zoo, e.g. Birdsland Reserve, Cormorant Bay, Frog Hollow, Horseshoe Bay Reserve, Kangaroo Island, and Wallaby Track Park Runs. And remember, in Park Run Life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by Park Run, so stay tuned for our future club corners. And thank you very much to Rachel for our latest instalment of Club Corner. And safe to say, I don't believe I'm a part of any of those clubs, Mel. I don't think I am either. (laughs) Not on your own there. (laughs) No. That's right. That's right. But I, I do like the creativity of some of them. Some vibrant colour in them. Yeah. Have you created any of your own challenges? You know how you can do that in the 5K app? Um, I haven't actually gone to the level of creating it. I thought I was coming up with a nifty little, you know, WWW challenge, as in, you know, the internet challenge. But um, mm-hmm. then I found out I had more W's than three. And. Um, <laughs> It's not really fun to create a challenge that you've already uh, achieved three times over. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 
goodness yes. me. I Have did. you? I yeah? did. Yes, I created the Pooper Scooper Challenge when I heard Helen mention it. Oh, of course you did. All those months ago. And mm. the funny thing was because the 5K app will give you updates on your progress on challenges, I got a little mm-hmm. bit confused one time and I thought that it had been taken up and made as an actual real challenge. And I got a bit excited and then I realised, oh, no, that's just the one I created. (laughs) But I haven't achieved it yet. I think I've got three more number twos to get. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll have to to be creative. Look, to be honest, I think the the one that comes to mind, and I don't know why, but um, I I remember when I worked in shipping, um, well, planning shipping, it wasn't as exciting as shipping, but I remember the term of all going well, weather permitting, and I'm sure that there were more words behind that. But, uh, yeah, AGWWP was a regular acronym that we used to use as a little you know, caveat that, uh, you know, depends on the weather. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to come up with the uh, AGWWP challenge. That could translate well for a parkrun morning, couldn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Weather permitting or going well? Mm. Hmm. I like that. So create it in your 5K app and confuse yourself. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. You've probably got it three times over. Uh, yeah. Um, have I done an A park run? I should know that. I don't know. I don't think I have. Have you done Albert? Yes, you've done Albert Park. Oh, of course Albert I have. Melbourne. Mm. Oh, dear me. One job. Lucky you've got me. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there we are, another one I've already achieved. But never mind, Mel, um, because there are lots of other achievements going on uh, across the Adventurers Club. Yes, and the Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday, the 1st of July 2023, saw a total of 435 members, um, not 3,391. Um, whoopsie. What I that suspect that's... 331 took part on this date, I think. At 171 locations, there were 24 events in the UK, three in South Africa, and one each in Austria, Canada, Ireland, Malaysia, and Singapore. Locally, we had adventures at 34 events in Victoria, 37 events in Queensland, 10 in South Australia, 8 in Western Australia, the ACT and North Island had four, there were two in Tassie, and the South Island and Northern Tree had one. Oh, and 38 in New South Wales. There was uh-huh. a front of <laughs> 10. <laughs> there was a front of 10 at the very one and only Shell Harbour. So lots of adventurers at home. There certainly were. Under your guidance. Were you, you were RD? Well, I, I was not, no. Oh, no, you ran. You were one I, of them. I was, I was one of them, yeah. That is correct. Yeah. But there was also a frond of seven at two separate events, one in Mount Penang, which I think is New South Wales. Is that correct? You're right. Yeah. Yes. So Caro Voss, Susan and Dexter Roddick, Sally Gutierrez, Rich Ard and Lydia and Ian Knox. And down in Victoria at Windenvale, we had Andrew and James Reynolds, Daryl Smith, Kevin Green, Donna Markwick and Renee and Abigail Jackson. Oh, so, yeah, a couple of New South Wales fronds there too. There was. Thank you, Mel. 339, yeah, that was the number. Oh, okay, I said, oh, righty, I got it. Goodness me, I got it all wrong this week. No, but thank you very much and, uh, yeah, thank you to you and for uh, for Craig for the Consolidated Club report. Help. 
But hey, there's a new event. There is, Ollie. We had word and results for a new event in Broome in WA. It is called mm-hmm. Town Beach Park Run and it launched with 96 in attendance, meaning no more statesmen in WA. So, yeah, one more reason to go to Broome now. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots to do in Broome. Oh, there there certainly is. There certainly is. But um, they don't make it easy for themselves out there in the West. But well done to everyone from Town Beach Park Run. Yes, we'll bring you more, no doubt, in the weeks and months to come as the adventurers filter through and give us more of an idea of what it is like up there. But I was going to prompt our looking forward, Mel. Ah, right. Because um, Because it's July. And uh, for the last couple of years, we've seen uh, a bit of a festive tinge to July and uh, very happy to say that uh, there will be another festive tinge to this July, Ugly Christmas in July, uh, which for those of you that uh, have been wondering is officially or unofficially the 22nd of July, Mel. Absolutely. So dig out those ugly Christmas singlets and stick them over whatever you can find, your winter thermals, yes. and wear them loud and proud on the 22nd of July. And those buffs, Ollie, you can layer up in your buffs again. <laughs> they make great mittens. They do. You can wrap them, just fold them once and wrap them, and they, they fit over your hands, and then you can make them little... And ankle warmers. Wristlet kind of um, bracelets. That's what I'm trying to think of, bracelets. Uh-huh. Um Yes, uh, but uh, and, and in case in case you're wondering, um, no, there is, there are no new releases this July. Uh, so it's an opportunity to, as you say, Mel, to dig out those existing ones and um, yeah, celebrate the festivities in the ugly. Yes, indeed. But in other news, next week. There will not be a recording. We're going to have a week off, so there is going to be a break before the next episode. That's right. So just as well we've got that reminder out there for Ugly Christmas and, uh, yes, that'll give everyone a week to to catch up or, um, I don't know, listen to the birds. (laughs) Uh, Or just, uh, yeah, I don't know. The back catalogue. I've got nothing. The back (laughs) catalogue. Highly recommend the back catalogue, but... uh, but yes, no, I'm going to have a week, uh, week's break from editing, so that's the reason for the week off. Um, and, and and very appropriately to enjoy the week of Mel. <laughs> yes, thank you. I will be. Um, I'll have my mum visiting me, so it'll give me the opportunity to spend a bit more time with mum and not tucked away in my office trying to um, spend my spare time with the edit. Yes. And I'm off on an adventure the weekend after that, so I will need to have my head in the game. I need to be booking my airport parking, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be leaving these things till the last minute. Gets me in trouble. Well, it gets your steps up, but uh, go book that (laughs) parking, Mel. Yes. Must book the airport parking for WA. But anyway, next park run day, Ollie, I... So don't ask me. I don't know. I, I haven't sorted it yet. Um, I have no idea where I'll be, so I can't help you out there. But what about you? I will probably be at home. Um, right. Mm, I, don't, I don't have any commitments per se. I know I, the week after I'll be run directing, so I'll be at home then and probably the week after that as well before I start gallivanting around for the World Cup. But, um, yeah, this weekend... 
Might just be a quiet one at home. We'll see. Right. Well, mm. I hope you enjoy. You're obviously not uh, RD. That's right. So you yeah. can have another run. Yeah, at the very least a run. I've finally been getting back out there to have some more runs and, and get active because uh, I've been ignoring the fact that I had, of course, signed up for City to Surf and for... Um, <laughs> oh, and I've got to buy a costume now, of course. Oh, that I? reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to those that very kindly uh, reminded me and uh, asked me and uh, even to those that have offered to help in acquiring said costume. <laughs> Um, oh. Helpers, supporters, enablers, you're all wonderful. Um, <laughs> so they do listen. Oh, yes. Yeah. Somehow all five pod listeners managed to know. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, I, I look forward I to that. I haven't organised anything yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it sounds like a good idea. Quacks like a duck. Must be a good idea. Um <laughs> The, yeah, the other thing I've been ignoring is I've got the Sydney Marathon to run and uh, kind of need to be able to run for that. So um, wow. yeah, I've been getting out and running again. So a bit of training and a, bit, a few more park runs will help that. Absolutely. Good. Yes, I did see you had a, you did a 10K on mm. Sunday. Did you do that on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Just meandering around. Yes. Not, not like our fast Gold Coast Marathoners. Well done to everyone, by the way. Well, you're doing more than me. I'm very underprepared for City to Surf, but uh, hey, if I don't edit next week, then maybe I have some running time. That's right. Just think of how many laps to the uh, airport shuttle you could do in that spare time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Okay. Yes. Um. Well, I suppose, yeah, in terms of looking forward, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um it's July. We've still got a while before September. No, okay. Don't know. NADOC week? NADOC week's coming up. It is NADOC week. Is it this week? Oh, well, there you it go. It is NADOC week. Yes. I, I am looking forward, you know, fortunately through work to um, to have a few opportunities to, um, to celebrate and learn through NADOC week. And I believe the theme this year is for our elders. So, uh, yeah, it will be um, nice to enjoy a bit more. But, um, well... I think it is enough uh, for one week. We can wrap up now. As always, everybody, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Mm-hmm.